Good morning, and thanks for listening this morning to Mornings with Monette. This is my fifth podcast to give you another review of kind of where we are in time during the recording of this podcast is we're still in the coronavirus shutdown. Businesses are starting to open, but there's a lot of fear out there. Do you wear a mask? Do you not wear a mask? Is it required? Is it not required? Does it help? And we're right in the middle of social unrest. There's protests going on. There's riots. There's looting. That is all happening right now. So in these, this time in the mornings when I'm having these conversations with you, I just am trying to give you something else to think about. And this morning what I wanted to do was talk to you about appreciation. I found in my lifetime that when I've listened to these books and podcasts and watched YouTube videos, some of the ideas that I've learned from these different outlets have really made a difference in my own life. And I want to share one of those ideas with you. If you're feeling stuck and you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling kind of sorry for yourself or you're feeling sad it's because we're all thinking about ourselves and sometimes one of the best solutions is to not think about ourselves so one idea that I got from these outlets was appreciation and I'm going to share this exercise with you and see if it might help you out the idea was to take out a piece of paper and think back in your past to the different people that have made a huge difference in your life, that were really impactful. A mentor, someone that came along right at the right time in your life and they helped you or they made a difference. So I did this and I'm suggesting you do it too. Take out a piece of paper and write down the list and it could get really long. Once you have your list, the next step is you gotta find them. However long ago they were in your life, if they're still living, you gotta find them. There's so many methods now to find people. You can find them through Facebook, you can find them through LinkedIn, you can find them through texting a friend that still lives in that town that may be able to have a cell number for them. Anyway, the idea is that you find them and then you reach out you reach out to them whether it's a text a phone call a card that you send them but you reach out I did this in the last probably four years I made this a project and I wrote out my list and the different people that were on that list that there were a lot of them that I actually reached out to that was like life-changing for me is the first one was George Martin. He was my ag teacher, my agricultural teacher when I was in high school. Yes, a little bit more about myself. I grew up on a farm and my sisters and I and brother, when he got a little older, were all involved with FFA, Future Farmers of America. And George Martin was our ag teacher. Anyway, my sisters and I, we raised pigs. Yes, we raised pigs and we showed them at the county fair. 
Well, the interesting thing about raising pigs is you get them as little piglets, male piglets, and then you fatten them up, and then you show them at the county fair and the state fair, and then you sell them. Well, these little piglets need to be castrated. And I know that's a weird subject to talk about, but my sisters and I would do this. As barbaric as it sounds, that's part of being raised on a farm, I guess. You learn how to do these things. And Mr. Martin used to pick us up, and he would take us to all these other farms where these kids had their pigs, and we would help him out on the weekends. I'm telling you that story is because my sisters and I, George Martin kind of became like a dad to us. And he really took a special interest in my sisters and I, and just helped us a ton. He helped me write my speeches for FFA. He helped me, I judged crops. He helped me with that. Anyway, he was a great, great influence on my life. So, with this project, I reached out to he and his wife, and I found out that his wife had cancer. And she was just being let out of the hospital that afternoon. And I jumped in my car, and I ran over to the hospital, and I met him at the door as they were leaving. This was such a special time. I got in the backseat of their car and talked to them for an hour and a half. We laughed, I cried. It was so good just to talk to him and his wife about just what an influence he had had on my life and how much I appreciated him. That was life-changing. Um, George Martin, he passed away about a month ago, and all I can think to myself is, thank goodness I reached out, and I went, and I spent time with him. The second person I wanted to share a story about is Fred Prevost. He was the person that was my sales manager when I was selling books. And when I was going through Nashville, and I was being trained, and you had to do your approach at the door. I had studied so hard, I was actually really good at it. And I was practicing in front of him, and he looks at me straight in the eye and says, Monette, don't get cocky. I was devastated. But he was right. What he did was he was letting me know that no matter what, he was going to be a good manager for me. He was gonna call me out when I wasn't doing it right, or I was getting a little overconfident. On the same note, when things, days were tough and I wanted to quit out there selling books door to door, back east, 80, 90 hours a week, I could call him, I could have a good cry, and he would listen. So, he was on my list. I called him up a few years ago, out of the blue, and I just talked to him about how much of an influence he had been in my life and how much I appreciated him and how glad I was that he was part of my life. That was one of the best phone calls I've had in so long because it was so sincere and so heartfelt. The third person that I wanted to talk about was somebody I met when I was living in Dallas in my 20s. She was a single mom, divorced, was raising kids by herself, and she was this really godly woman that I had met. And 
she had been become like a mentor to me. I was in my 20s and I was single. Well, when I got married, she came to my wedding and which was so encouraging. She was such a such a good person in my life. Well, through the years, I'd lost touch with my friend, Brenda Smith. And I had no way to get in touch with her. So what did I do? I got on Facebook. I got I looked at everything I could do to find her, and I found her daughter. I reached out to her daughter through Messenger. Her Messenger reached out to Brenda, and Brenda sent me her cell number. We had the most incredible conversation. We had not talked for 20 years, and I was able to really thank her for this pivotal point in my life when I had been married less than a year and I drove to Dallas and I was discouraged and I thought marriage was too hard and she wasn't going to have any part of it. She looked at my Bible that I had and she said, Monette, you still have your maiden name on your Bible. I'm like, yes, I know. She goes, you need a new Bible. I go, no, I love this Bible. She says, no. Well, I happened to leave that Bible on top of my car when I was leaving coffee with her and it flew off and I couldn't find it. Well anyway, she sends me back home, back to New Mexico. Guess what? With a new Bible that had my married name on it, along with a book called The Marriage Builder by Larry Crabb, one of the best marriage books I've ever read, which talked about marriage is like two ticks on a dog and both are sucking the life out of the dog. The book was phenomenal. It gave me so many different ways to think about marriage than I had thought about it before. But she was a great, great influence on my life and a great mentor. So that conversation I had with her, to go back and really let her know how much I appreciated that pivotal point in my life, because now I've been married for 28 years, almost 29 years. And that was a very pivotal point in my marriage. So kind of summing all of this up is these people that have been good influences on your life, whatever point in time in your life they were a good influence, I would encourage you to reach out to them. Send them a card or send them a text or pick up the phone and call them. That conversation it's such a gift. It's not just a gift because you're calling them and appreciate them and letting them know how what an influence they've made on your life. It's a gift for you. It puts things back in perspective that wherever you are in your life, you didn't get there by yourself. There were people along the way that helped you. And when you reach out and you actually thank them and you appreciate them and you get back in touch with them, I can't tell you what a difference it made in my own life. And I'm just thankful I heard that idea and I just didn't take that idea and go, oh, that's nice, that I actually applied that idea. Because like I said, my ag teacher, he passed away about a month and a half ago during this coronavirus shutdown and they weren't even able to have a funeral. But in my heart, I know 
with times in the last few years that I've reached out to him and let him know what a difference he made in my life. I mean, another thing that I was able to do with him was I sent him a Christmas card after his wife had passed away. And in this Christmas card, I wrote down all the things that he had done for me by taking a part in my life and helping me through those high school years. So my encouragement to you is people don't live forever. And what a gift it is for you and for them if you reach out and you actually let them know what a difference they made in your life. Well, that's my podcast, my fifth podcast. Thanks again for listening. Again, I would encourage you to go on this podcast and give it a review and rate it. And again, share it with a friend. You just never know whose life you might change because you shared an idea or a podcast. Thanks again for listening to Mornings with Monette. I can't wait to create the next podcast. Thanks again.